I don't know if I'm going to leave all that in there at the end or not, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> I feel like I would just, just love if Sean Hannity came after me. I just love it. I'd be like, really? <laughs> That's what you're going to do with your time? The station with the best, me, best, me, best, me, best, me, best music. Best music. I love the I music. Love the music. Best music. You're listening to Real Talk with the Boys. In your face, all the place. We're online 24-7-24-7. This is T-Bone, the Battle of Boston. Joining me from the Boneyard in Denver, Colorado. See, but we also know him as Zaddy. Did I do good, Daddy? We like Thank you, Daddy. And for the next hour, we want to make you laugh, learn something new, and say, what if? Fuck yeah. Let's it's go. kind of energy I won in 2022. Fuck all the, oh. the haters and all these people who just be killing our vibe. Like, fuck them. Should I, should I uh, leave? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I was just talking to, you know, I was talking to negatives, Addy. I was just like, you know, uh, let's, flip, it, let's flip that frown upside down, right? Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. Let's How see. are you doing? Do I have anything that will make you... Um, you know, I'm doing good. It's, you know, I doom and gloom, but with a little bit of espresso, everything's okay. You know, you take your little shot, you know, or you have a joint or, you know, you have your beer, you know, those little like things I think are what like make the overall bullshit, just bullshit. And worst case, Jopo. Huh? Jerk off, pass out. Oh, (laughs) I thought you said chill pill. Did you say chill pill? Uh Oh. No, Jopo. <laughs> oh, ch- gets me through a lot. Gets me through a lot. <laughs> so wait, is that the new? Is that the new like Soto Paw? Whatever. It's it's Jerpil. Jopo. <laughs> no. Jopo. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. Like I heard in college, it's 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 been around for we'll like two or three years. Jopo. That's, that's how long I've been out of college, like a year or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was only yesterday. Yeah, me, me being 22 right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it you know, it must be weird for that. We should bring back our Gen Z. What's the next one after that? Is it just Gen Z? Is that the youngest ones we're dealing with right now? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think them. after that it's like alpha and, and beta and stuff. But like really at this end point, we should just stop because there's nothing left. Wait, so like after Gen, hold up. I gotta Google this. Now fact check me. Well, I just want to like if it's really going over to alpha, is that just like a sign that like it's game over? <laughs> like you said, I, you know, like, doomsday, we're gonna go to apocalypse uh, world and then I've, start over. I've with been the saying alpha it. I've been saying it pre uh, pre recording. So uh... <laughs> oh, Matt, you are you know, de- Sadie's right. Yeah. Do you have a do you have a winning bell for you? Wait, we have a winner thing, don't we? You winner, win. winner. That's wild. Though. Why do they call it Alpha for short? Oh, Gen Alpha. 
Is it just because Z was the end? I guess. I don't know. Who makes I, I mean, I hate for I the know uh, generation the of the betas. The betas? <laughs> yeah. I'm the beta generation, so you're all a bunch of wusses? Yeah. <laughs> you're a non-threatening beta male who's absolutely tailor-made for the friend zone. I would hate to be generation, generation beta right there. I'll just have to, like, maybe wait until, like, that generation's gone to then have kids or, you know, whatever is the timing thing. So, like, I skip What's the, the time frame? Oh, we got to yep. get rid of him. Just got to wait. He's got to go. Gotta take <laughs> he's going to go through cobra kai advance you know he's gonna need a little extra <laughs> extra training all, all the banquets he can drink exactly you know start him off young that's horrible <laughs> we do not believe in that whatsoever. and well actually it depends what banquet we're talking about right because puppies are great yeah baby uh, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i do feel that too because how wait, is he, he is he no he's not a, he's like what nine no. months he's seven Year? months okay, just turned oh. seven seven months this week yeah boy you're yeah that's a I, I thought yeah i thought like i was like oh man like as he gets to like six months he's gonna start calming down and i'm like why has he gotten worse <laughs> you want the truth or do you just want to kind of see how it goes <laughs> tell me the truth two years oh god <laughs> it will be uh... around a year he'll kind of more so kind of mellow out a little but he'll have energy like kind of like you know being able to work and run or do craziness or whatever probably till like two because that's when they stop growing is about two Oh shit. Yeah. So they oh, kind of like, I mean, you know, like they like get to their size and then they like fill out. Yeah. My, uh, my sister constantly tells me I sound like a parent. Like, and I just say all these like negative comments about my dog. I'm just like, what's that phase? Yeah. No, it's that phase. Like, I mean, let's be real. Which of our friends have not been excited to get away from their kids after dealing with, you know, kids for a long time? but they love their kids though they love their kids why do i feel like we're getting a text message so many (laughs) i'm pretty sure i just talk crap to about like 80 percent of our listenership (laughs) (laughs) might hear from a back house on that one Uh, (laughs) next ad is brought to you by gerber So what do you, what do you want to talk about today, uh, Tubone? All right. So what I wanted to get into was actually some interesting kind of research and something to get into um, that this, her name is Tara Henley. Actually, let me pull up. I don't think I have her page up just to give you a little background on her. But there's this book called Lean Out, a meditation for on the madness of modern life. Mm. And she had like an interesting talk. It was on, I think, a Canadian news network um, Mm. or radio show. But I got clips from a podcast I listened to. And and, the Joe Rogan experience (laughs) It was actually uh, the No Agenda show, Um, which, you know, good. Yeah, No Agenda. They just give you the information. Um, But she is. What's her? She basically like quit the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting, I think, channel or corporation or whatever, mm-hmm. um, to like go kind of like a lot of like people that we've seen. Like, do you follow Breaking Points or have you listen to that show at all? Um, so that's another one where two reporters left, like more so mainstream major news network channels, to then create their own show where they can talk about any story or not have to kill a story because of sponsors or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> look it up breaking points is basically what it's called but she kind of did her own version or kind of basically kind of did her own thing of that but then went on to kind of like 
she started looking into like research on political views and agendas and just kind of like the narratives that were fed she just kind of realized and kind of woke up to some things so i'm gonna let her explain it but um i'll see if i can get some more information while we listen she took the red pill baby let's go pretty much there were people in this capital that day who were viewing you as an enemy well that's the wrong clip (laughs) oops hold on spoiler i I mean we could listen to that too but i don't know i feel like that's going to take us down a wrong tangent um do you want to is it because we'll disagree on it i mean fuck it we'll listen to it so because i'll give there were people in this capital that day who were viewing you as an enemy to be captured to be humiliated one of them said uh, was looking for you to shoot her in her sorry this is actually a great story and perfect for me to kind of do whatever i need to do but uh, just listen carefully because this i found some really good new information about uh, january 6th that i don't think anybody knows frigging brain yeah they desecrated your office they left your staffers um you know fearing for their lives have you found a way to put that in perspective to reconcile it a year later well i've been one of their targets for a long time and i have security to protect me my concern was really for the other members and for the staff they can destroy things in the speaker's office that's wrong but you know that can be repaired but the trauma that they foisted on the idealistic people who come to the capitol to work the institutional staffers have nothing to do with democrats and republicans only the the congress those who had to clean up clean up behind these people with their defecation and of words and poo on the floor of the capitol while they were recalled names uh that are totally unacceptable did you catch it at the end poo yeah I'd want, we need to get comfort, like either clarify what she meant, but I think she meant like someone actually took like a shat on the floor of the Congress. Yeah. They, that's a, that's a reported thing. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm happy to break that story for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just heard her say that. And I just like, well, out of like all the things, like why not make that a bigger thing? Like, I don't know. I feel like that would be like a, that's like a perfect story to like, you know, really kind of like, dig the dagger in or whatever because like yeah, antifa heard, did it and the fbi was behind it and like china <laughs> and the ghost of hugo chavez okay see like that would be the sweet like kind of cherry on top as if it was actually someone who was like part of like an anti-fuck group that was like no, you know, no, 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 i take that back it's the pedos <laughs> from the cia they were the ones behind it hey you know call back, i'm just call back. i mean <laughs> there you go it's but just the like, I mean, again, I know like it's like maybe not a huge crowd that was there, but still just to drop trowel and like, you know, unless you were just holding it and that was your plan. Again, I don't know. Was it like premeditated or was it just kind of spur of the moment and someone performed uh, yeah, under pressure? Shit, people doing piece of shit things. Hey, there you I go. Take a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I was able to get a setup while we had that little like side note. So anyways, back to Tara Henley. And I think this is her intro and kind of gets into her book. There's something that those of us who've worked in newsrooms for a long time talk about, and we talk about it a lot. Privately, over text, on the phone, in restaurants and coffee shops, in code, looking over our shoulders. And that is, what is happening to our business? Why is there so much that we now can't say? Why are so many things off the table for discussion and debate? 
How come we rarely speak to conservatives or centrists or libertarians or heterodox leftists or the working class? Why have we become less adversarial toward government and corporations and more hostile toward ordinary people with ideas we don't like? Yes, Daddy, Why please. do we have an endless appetite for statues coming down and comedians being canceled, but little interest in diving into the housing crisis, the opioid epidemic, the explosion of gun violence? Why does all of this social justice talk feel so elitist? And why are so many people that progressives are supposedly fighting for just not that interested? Why are so many people tuning the media out? Ready to continue? Just going to run through it, commentate as needed. What, however you're feeling, T-Bone. Okay. <laughs> Talking here about the woke worldview. Journalists who dissent from this worldview have learned to keep their mouths shut or face massive public censure and humiliation or even lose their jobs. And those jobs are few and far between. With the journalism industry collapsing in on itself, half the size it was just 12 years ago, the pressure to keep your job and not offend is immense. But it's not journalistic ethics that has become the measure of a journalist's worth, the deciding factor in whether or not they have a job. It's absolute obeisance to the woke worldview. And it's not just their fellow journalists who are pushing this view, it's their publishers who have recognized a rapacious market for wokeness among the affluent liberal audiences they court. You know, the word woke started as black slang in the 70s for being aware of state-sponsored racism. And I am a lefty, so I clearly think that that's really important, although increasingly there's no partisan divide over that anymore in America. So it's not woke to care about police brutality or mass incarceration or intergenerational poverty in, you know, 30% of the communities of American descendants of slaves. You know, th th that's not woke to me anymore, even though th that th that's the word that it, you know, it initially started to refer to those things and we have grossly appropriated it. And that is a criticism that I accept. Um, when I use woke, what I'm using it to refer to is, um, the way sociologists have been using it to talk about a phenomena that started very recently, where white liberals, many of them quite affluent, have become more extreme in their views on race than Black and Latino Americans. It's something I've evolved on. So to me, wokeness proliferates in places where, where you have this class divide, where you have a highly educated elite that has seized control of culture, politics, power, and, and now increasingly economic benefits. Um, and, and you need it, but you still want to, you know, you still see yourself as, a, as an affluent liberal as better than the others, right? Be much better than the, all the racist Republicans, even better than, you know, your neighbors who are also liberals, but not as liberal as you, right? There's like this whole virtuous, um, you know, there's a there's like a, an atmosphere that liberals, you know, exist in where they see themselves as compassionate and virtuous and on the side of the little guy. But if you, when you're benefiting from economic inequality in such a deep way, it's very hard to then say, well, I am actually playing a role in this. You can't both be the person playing a role, benefiting from an inequality and decrying it, right? And I argue that what wokeness did was it gave them an alibi, it provided another scene where they could displace what should be economic guilt onto racial guilt. 
All right, and here's the red pill. In 2018, which is very recent, I was woke until quite recently. <laughs> um, I, I remember this study came out from Yale in 2018 that found that white liberals and white conservatives talk to black and Latino Americans differently. Okay, so they noticed a difference in how white liberals talk to black people versus how white conservatives do. They found that white liberals dumb down their vocabulary when talking to blacks and Latinos and white conservatives don't. And I remember reading this instantly recognizing my entire milieu in this description mm. and thinking, you know, this is so racist. But it's not just that it's racist, right? You encounter a person of color and immediately assume that they will be embarrassed if you use big vocabulary words, so you compensate for that, right? That's obviously racist, but it's a particular kind of racism. It's a racism that stems from a paternalistic desire to help, right? Mm. That I immediately recognized a deep indictment of my entire worldview in this study. And it was so damning that I put it aside and said, I am not ready to con confront this. So I just heard this story after we had had our discussion on like kind of barstool conservatism. And I just thought that this was a very interesting, I don't know, again, it just, I didn't go searching for it. It just kind of plopped in my lap. And after our discussion, just kind of hearing this, I was like, this is what I felt like I was trying to say when I tried to, but I feel like we got into like a sidetrack discussion about like schools and education and whatever, but like the two different sides that I think are the polarizing pull where people are not necessarily waking up and going to the other side, but are just coming to the middle. You know, like from what she's saying, I fully agree with everything she's talking about as far as like the traditional view and like, you know, having those opinions of woke, like not buying Nikes because like, fuck those corporate guys, right? Like, fuck the man kind of a thing. So I was just curious what your opinion was or just kind of wanted to throw this in Zachy's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, it's true. Like white liberals are far more extreme and i'm not using the term extreme like as in like aggressive but like they just have very extreme views um i would even yeah. take it past outside like the study was primarily focused like the data and everything's all about like white liberals but it's kind of like this is my callback to the beginning of the show with uh well we'll see if it makes the tape or not but uh with i'm not i can't say his name but the guy who owns the warriors and his whole thing not like, I, thank you there we go um I feel like that is the same kind of, again, with that whole below my line, right? Yeah, like it's, that's, the, it's, it's the, the opposite. Same. It, yeah, it's the opposite side of the coin, right? He's saying, yeah. I don't care. They're over-exaggerating their concern because it doesn't impact either of them. Exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. Like these, these folks can say how they are so passionate about helping folks of color, um, but they don't really necessarily take any action, right? You know, the whole concept of not in my backyard stems from liberal enclaves that don't want to have mixed developments because that's going to impact their home values. Mm -hmm. So no, I, I, I don't disagree with the argument that some white liberals can be... Um, Let's just put liberals. Um, no. Uh <laughs> How about lefty liberals? I, well, I will say this: there are extreme Elite folks on the left. Liberals, rich liberals, I, ultra there are rich. Extreme folks. There are folks that are extreme on both sides. There we. Um, I, yes, I agree. Extreme liberals are, uh, you know, saying a lot of great things, but not necessarily having any actions or accountability behind it. And uh, 
some folks on the extreme right um, want to cleanse the country of anything that's not white. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think I was I, going there. You were like, I had you. And then you're like, Fuck. <laughs> I, you, you can't debate it because it is, you know, it is a, it is a reality, but yeah, it's the introspection, you know, to really kind of, again, see, like you're saying, it's like, if you're about like this cause or about these injustices, or again, whether it be like the Uyghurs or just, you know, African-Americans or ADOS or any, you know, people of color in the United States, are you supporting that? Like, are you doing something about it? Or are you still just kind of like showing the front of it and then continuing to shop at Amazon and Nike and, or, you know, these places that may be exploiting any of these, whatever supposed things that you were against. So that was my, that's, that's the moral of that story. Will I say the media ecosystem is broken? Yeah. I mean, I hope they fix CNN with all the fire or, you know, readjustments and the new dude who's running it, but I don't know. I also, you know, so here's the other thing, right? I was like, well, so no, I was watching Fox, right? Hannity. Guess what that, like, guess what that guy was wearing just blazingly on his lapel? What? A CIA pin. Like, tell me, that's like big major red flag, like, oh, I'm just being told what to say from the, you know, from the cia like like, it was just like such a a, oh i was like oh i was like oh i was like you know that meme of leonardo dicaprio with the beer pointing at the tv i was that was me when i saw that i was like can we just assume that hannity is a part of that uh minority of cia agents that are pedos and they can't disclose that because of sources and methods. So I'm going to no. assume Sean Hannity. We're is a taking C allegedly. I, allegedly. Sean Hannity. Unless you want to get sued allegedly. Uh, that's a that's my opinion. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not yeah. basing it in facts. I'm just saying an opinion. I think we're making some dangerous associations. But all I'm saying yeah. is that Sean Hannity is a pedophile. Of, well, I don't know about. I mean, I can't yeah. teach their own. He's gonna fucking come sue two guys that are doing a podcast <laughs> like. This That's how true. fucking weak and pathetic he would be. Because he's yeah, a pedo. How fun would it be to be in a deposition with him, though? Oh, I would just be like, you are a pedophile. <laughs> be like, and if he was like, well, based in what? Question. I'd be like, you are. Tell me you're not. You're not? I don't believe you. Like, do you work for the CIA? What have you done yeah. for the CIA? What has the CIA asked you to do? Yeah. No, I don't get Just him wearing a CIA pill, a lapel, 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 lapel pin. There you go. Whatever. Anyways, him just wearing that. In I was summary, very... Sean Hannity is a pedophile. No, he's a, he's an agent. Yeah, he's an agent, just like what's his name, uh, Anderson Cooper. All those guys. Look it up. I've tried to get a video for this week because I did want to talk about Operation Mockingbird, but I just couldn't One find word. something that was under ten minutes. And I know I can't keep just listening. We can't just listen to something for ten minutes. <laughs> So I have to like cut it up. It's not that you don't want to. It's not that you don't want to. It's that we've asked that you don't. (laughs) No, yeah, we've decided on rules, which I will abide to because, you know, that's we are, you know, we agree to things that we decide here. So anyways. The more you know with the boys. That was all that, you know, just kind of like (laughs) take a look inside at yourself and maybe read this cool book about dealing with, I don't know, modern life. Again, she's and cool. call Fox it. to fire Sean Hannity because he's a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I honestly am not a fan of his show, though. Like, I've tried to watch it, and I'm just not a fan of his delivery method. But Tucker, on the other hand, you should give that a go. Tuck the cuck? Yeah.
Talk the cock. Talk the cock. Um, oh, we need to. Did you? Do we have. Are we ready to go? Uh, I think. Well, is that is that it? Do you have anything to talk about? No, I I told you already. The world it is, is sweet. Sweet nothings. You want to whisper into the ears of our listeners. There's no hope. <laughs> There's no point. You're about to talk shit. <laughs> Should have played that before all the Hannity stuff, but you know that's just a dis- that's our disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh. Okay. Let's review. What's it called? Don't look up. Yeah yes well that was my so we have both watched it yes Stressing me out. This will affect the entire planet. I know, but it's like so stressful. Can I get that one more ice water? I'll get two more glasses of white wine, and I don't need the judgy face. There's a comet headed directly towards Earth. Do you know how many the world is ending meetings we've had over the last two years? Drought, famine. Hole in the ozone is so boring. I just want to say Jonah Hill was by far like my most favorite character of that entire movie. Because he lived at the end. Did you see that? No, he didn't. Yes, he did. If you watch all the way to the end, there's a secret scene after the, the, the credits. What? Yeah, I happened to leave it on. And I like was, you know, whatever. You went to go do like dishes or whatever. And then I like all of a sudden saw, like I just let it go. And then all of a sudden that scene popped up and it's him coming out of like a shelter basically being like, mom. Are we leaving? Like, where'd you go? And it's just him alive on the planet. And you're like, what? It's crazy. So he lives. I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. Um, I liked it. I thought it was great, depending on how you viewed it. But like, what did it mean to you? Uh, that politicians are corrupt and short-sighted. Facts. But what was this movie about to you? corruption and uh short-sightedness (laughs) uh institutions broken and not prioritizing um humans and the future of our world and instead prioritizing profit and power i mean i'm glad that i'm surprised that's not what i thought you were gonna say but i agree with all of that what you're gonna you're gonna say how i thought it was donald trump no um you, i listened you to think the I director of it like talk about the movie and like it's kind of for him it was like a like maybe like i don't know if allegory is the right word but it was kind of like just a homage of like whatever it was like a climate change kind of a thing was his view when he was thinking about it like that's what the asteroid represented was like climate change yeah it's an existential threat that if we don't take immediate action yes we're gonna have something long-term impact us I can see what he, why he's using that as an allegory, but yeah, I really took uh, took away of like power and and corruption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about that's you? What, I mean, that was more so my big thing. I mean, I also looked 
if you look at it through the vent like lens of like covid it's kind of funny to see how like everything the way they react the way they play everything was like very kind of to me it seems similar but this incompetence and um denialism and uh things willingness to benefit to or to gain and then also the media talking one way but then literally six months or a year later talking a completely different way and like you know the whole thing it was entertaining again i go back to my sweet nothings it's all worthless we're all gonna die it doesn't matter yes daddy please we'll do it live <laughs> do it live you know but yeah. okay so where are we uh do you need to calculate it? Yeah, if I do the if I do the numbers, uh, based off of uh, the calculations, say like a eight three. Ooh, eight three. Yeah. What about you? Uh, do the calculations. I gave it like my initial opinion was a seven two. Mm, and where is it now? Um, I mean, I'd probably bump it up to like seven, five, seven, six. Nice. It was a decent flick. I liked it again. Yeah, I found it entertaining. Like, I almost want to watch it again. And if I like think of it like that, then it's definitely in the higher, you know, yeah, above a seven. So yeah, let's go seven, six. We'll bump it up. Seven, six. Seven, let's six. round it up. Let's round it up. Eight. Just eight. All right, it's eight. Yeah. How they did the votes, anyways, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I pulled it out. I pulled out those ballots and got it to eight, baby. Let's go. Yeah, look, it works. You know, whatever. Um, oh, I have so I have a crazy story. I don't really have a clip of, but I just want to give you the heads up out there. You don't have to. You're mainly remote, right? Yeah. Do we have? Nice. But but before we get into that, do we have any other movies or things we're going to be watching the next couple weeks? Uh, that's a good point. Let me get onto that before I guess before I sidetrack us because I do have an interesting thing to bring up. Uh, need to look it up. Was there a show that we were supposed to watch? Because a couple things. Up. Okay, Peacemaker. We should probably start talking about. Yes, I um, am in love. What's the other show? Ozarks just dropped season four. I saw that. I almost started watching it, but then I was like, I don't know if I'm committed. I I, I was just, you know I just wasn't sure if I was ready yet, but. I can jump into it because it's like a two-parter. Are you all tied though, right? up? Yeah. Yeah, it is two parts. It's the first seven episodes. Did we talk about the Harry Potter thing? We did not, and I also did not watch it. Okay, that's fine. They basically did you watch yeah, it. They just, yeah, they tried to get rid. It. it was it was decent. It was cool to like kind of watch and learn like. It, I find it like interesting to learn about like some of the behind the scenes things and like some of the stuff like they had to do to like make the movies and stuff. Like it's interesting when you go to Comic-Con, you get to hear the stars like talk about whatever experiences or funny stuff that happens. So it's entertaining on that part. But I feel like they did my girl JK a little dirty, you know, it's not fair, but. Were you whatever. a fan of her before or after she came out as anti-trance? Always been a fan of her just more so she now. is harry potter <laughs> like no i again i have no problem with any of that but like which her views i don't necessarily i i agree with like what some of the stuff she's saying so oh, yeah, i can't tell you exactly what but no it's just you know, ah, ah, i'm sorry i know it's to each their own sorry, and i feel like I'm everyone sorry, i'm sorry out of anybody that you was... know i am a proponent of personal choice Okay. That was an That's... inappropriate joke and that was insensitive and I shouldn't have made that. So I, I would like to formally 
apologize and cancel myself. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't allow that weakness in this dojo. Uh, something does not fear does not exist in this dojo. What hit first? Strike, strike first. Hard. Strike, strike first. No. Strike first, strike hard. No mercy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Call me Eagle Hawk. Fang. Call me Hawk. <laughs> Call me Hawk. <laughs> um anyways, but yeah, so she they well, they like had like some clips of her in it, but I don't know. Again, like she made Harry Potter. She owns Harry Potter. Like Yeah, no, I you want to cancel I, her to cancel Harry Potter? Like, I don't know. Everyone, you know, why can't people have opinions? Like, uh, whatever, teach them. I'm <laughs> just saying, like, I you know, like I don't know. I thought the it was actually a very interesting thing. I don't have any clips of it, but it would be kind of maybe interesting to like listen to or like go through. Was like, did you have you seen the Doctor Phil episode with like that one dude, Matt Walsh, and like these two pretty big like kind of I don't know. I don't want to like misquote what they why they're famous or what they are for known for, but it was like two transgender people, like like a couple debating uh-huh. him on Doctor Phil about just like transgender stuff and like identity and like schools and like you know kids and like kind of it was like that whole it was like a whole debate on all that but it was interesting to kind of hear both sides and hear him talk about it uh i just Googled they did it. it in a very like debate like you know it was very uh cordial which was nice it was like nice to get a normal discussion about something instead of like you know so i don't know i found that refreshing I just Googled it and it took me to Prager U and I was like, I'm not watching. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not watching. No, just go to YouTube and look up the Dr. Phil. Like, look it up from Dr. Phil's show and then then you can know you're watching it not edited or whatever. But he's the one who did the whole, like, Johnny the Walrus book that's like a... Basically, it's an, it is like... I think it is like an anti-trans book that's about, like, this kid who identifies as a walrus and he's basically using it as, like, a, you know, satire of transgender issues, which I feel like is kind of rude, but, you know. Everyone Just has their own opinions, of. right? Like, I don't know, free speech. We got to live with it. What, what was the saying? The old I heard this the other day, and it like totally was like, why don't we say this anymore? Sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. What happened to that shit? I'm rubber, you're um, glue, right? I don't like, know. I don't know if you remember uh, our, our 45th president. Um, I'm pretty sure those words stuck with him. And we all suffered. What? Uh, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me? Yeah, those those uh, wounds will heal. Those words are going to be in in like engraved in you for your entire life. Like I I am a, like I the words do, of like like being called like the words of like being made fun of as a child, being made fun of as a child, not like getting love. Like there, I I I see what you're saying, but I think uh, verbal trauma and like emotional abuse does not heal. Like bones I, heal. I agree. I get what you're saying. I guess I'm more so in the aspect of like someone making fun of you. Yeah. Not like to the extreme of like, I don't know, I guess the verbal abuse is verbal abuse, but Sensei Lawrence basically approach, sort of. But, yeah, look at Sensei Lawrence. He was <laughs> yeah, this broken. is true. This is true. <laughs> like, hey, we're I, all just I, aspiring to have, you know, a space to drink our banquets and smash a TV every once in a while. <laughs> Oh god, that sounds awesome! It's like, and I'm not talking about my dog. I'm not talking about my dog. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> uh, too funny. Um, but yeah, so okay, well, well, let's. Add, well, are you caught up on Peacemaker? No, I'm not. Oh, I'm okay. Yet. Oh yeah, get into that. 
I'm curious on your opinion of the intro. If supposedly it's unskippable, but I'm curious if like, no, you watch it or skip fun. it. I've I've heard it. I I'll, yeah. the first one I watch, I'll probably watch it and then I'll probably skip it. I haven't skipped it. I haven't like I, just before I even read that story. I just found it so like I just like the whole thing. I've watched every I've watched it every time. How about this? Let's do uh, Encanto, so um, you can actually Ooh, okay. understand some of the, the music references I was rec- I was recommending earlier, and then. Do we want to be caught up on all five episodes of Peacemaker? Yes. Okay. Well, that's easy for me, though, because I'm already caught up. <laughs> that's easy for me. That's called five good hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they're even shorter. I think they're like 45 minutes or whatever. Oh, so. perfect. Yeah. Then, yeah, that's quickie. Once I'm done, I can go Jopo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Encanto. Is there anything? What Was there anything else you're supposed to? I was pulled up the um, Ozark, there, but, but we can we can come back next week. And we did talk. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Is there anything else interesting that's good coming out? I mean, I feel like there's no new Marvel stuff for a while. Um, the Kingsman. Oh, that new, they had like, like a, a new prequel. movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, that came out. Should be on HBO next month. Mm. Free Guy is going to be on HBO next month. This is you this have is you seen that for HBO Max? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Oh, okay. Opinions. Let's do it real quick. Because I saw it too over the Have you seen it? Oh, it yeah, that's when it came out. What's the rating? Um, nice seven five. Seven five. We just have to, you know, the more the more data points we get, the bigger our database gets. Damn right. Then we can sell it to Google. Rotten Tomato, we're coming for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what was this? Oh yeah, uh, free guy. I would give it, honestly, I'd give it a seven, I'd, uh, eight. I'd give it an eight, too. We're going to go double eights today. Ooh, I liked it. It's also based it up, in Boston, baby. too. A lot of the Ooh. scenes. Yeah. Like, Ooh. where they do that whole thing where, like, you know, they all meet up on, like, the waterfront. Uh-huh. That is, like, right on. That's actually the courthouse, the federal courthouse in Boston. And that's, like, right on the, like, waterfront in Boston. Oh, nice. Would you give it a seven what? Seven five. Yeah, no, I liked it. I actually wanted to watch it again when it came out. Yeah, same. I was waiting for when it was going to be on streaming. I was like, I know it's going to be on something. Yeah, it's going to come out on something. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, before we'll we move those. on to something else, uh, were, were you ever a fan of How I Met Your Mother? Oh, have you been watching? Oh, no, you said you're not into Boba, right? No. Yeah, it's been. It's honestly out of everything, it's probably been the slowest and not painful, but it's just not like you got to be really into Star Wars. I guess is the way. So I'm Daddy was right. I get it. I, I loved Mandalorian, <laughs> though, but uh, yeah, you know, teach um, Anyways, Did uh, you ever watch uh, How I Met Your Mother? Yes, loved it multiple times. Uh, well, do, I don't know if you know, they, they started a new series, How I Met Your Father. I've been hesitant. I mean, one, I love my girl H-Dog, the proper yeah. H-Dog, okay? Not this old, crusty one we just need to put out to pasture, but... Uh, I will slap I, you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hold on. We're about to talk shit. Anyways, um, I, I have not watched it, but I will. They released two episodes, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was hesitant, but I'm down to go down that journey and, you know, we can either critique it, see how it is. Have you watched it or checked it out yet? I've watched a couple episodes. All I will say is it really tries to um, be inclusive. And, and like just... when you watch it, you just kind of laugh. You're like, oh, it's a very different show. <laughs> so, well, I feel like. Sensei Lawrence trying to convince the one girl to join my team. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the way oh, like yeah. they talk about it in the show. I mean, exactly. whatever. We'll see. I heard the one thing I heard is that they were just trying to like again, yeah, I just heard it was different than the original. And I forget like I was just saw Which like, is you know, good. Headlines, like, you know, which I tried to day, avoid, but like I Yeah, like, make it your I, own I show. Consider. I don't need another yeah. how I mean, if I want yeah. it, I'll just watch How I Met Your Mother. Like yeah, yeah. And I'll appreciate the flip phones from the nineties and exactly. or, you know, the early two exactly. thousands and all that. So um okay yeah i'll check it out we'll see i'll give it a go again i love i love hillary duff so all right now that we've segued and, and showed our respect for h dog what, what was the other thing you wanted to talk about let me get the thing it is right here sort of oh it's a new one the system is our enemy the very minds of the people we are trying to save hmm uh, I should have had that done a little bit better. Oh, well, here we go. But there are those who believe that this same technology could also be used by DARPA as a new form of mind control. Like their counterparts at the CIA, DARPA-funded researchers have spent decades investigating how the Fuck human yeah. mind Get can him, be Z. Hold him to account. In 1965, DARPA launched Project Pandora, which studied the possibility of using microwave radiation to control human behavior. The project reportedly ended in 1969, but DARPA's investigation of how machines can affect and possibly control the brain continues to this day. There are explicit programs of DARPA to read and write to human brains, whether it's through direct implants within the brain or wearing some kind of cap. So these things are being worked on and we know that. So what's the next step? Maybe the next step is we can send instructions and information to an actual person from a distance with this kind of technology to let another person control their actions. But that could be something that could be malicious. If there's some way to do it from a distance, a much greater distance than something that you can wear on your scalp, that would be the ultimate technological achievement that would fall into this realm of mind control and direct human-machine interface that DARPA may well want to keep secret. In the near future, DARPA may possess the technology to remotely control the human mind. But as concerning as that may be, according to some scientists, a more permanent kind of mind control technology is looming and it involves modifying the human brain by altering the human body's DNA. The future of mind control, and the future being right now, because uh, these experiments are being done, is using gene editing tools. And one of them is, would be CRISPR. The way it works is take the CRISPR, which are these short alternating repeats. Do you want to know how CRISPR works or do you know how CRISPR works? I don't okay. care. <laughs> so this just explains a couple of things, but you know, the, where the tinfoil hats come from and that kicker at the end just, you know, made me giggle when I heard him switch topics to gene editing mind control. I was like, <laughs> I will, I, the one aspect I will say the idea of mind control for like diet purposes, I'm all about it. <laughs> control like, my mind, not to like good food or like, just like turn you to, you know, all of a sudden killing somebody or a candidate or whatever you know like how crazy would that be like all of a sudden because like what they could do is like with the light from a screen could like 
blink and it could like trigger you and you'd be like workout's a workout (laughs) (laughs) what just happened where was i why am i all i feel really (laughs) also whose blood is this Just wake up and you're just like completely different. You're like, wait, where am I? Lost like <laughs> seven months. <laughs> Anyways, so that's some crazy stuff that's real that DARPA is actually doing. It just makes you think, like, what else are they researching and doing? Like, there's got to be hybrids. Yeah, no, it would be interesting. Like, like we, we haven't people, had like you a... know, like animal humans. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just feel like, like uh... if you're doing this, why wouldn't you be like, oh, let's see what happens. I don't know. Did you ever see the Batman Beyond cartoon? Yeah, exactly. Like those? Yeah, exactly. Also, fingers crossed that they come out with a Batman Beyond movie. Just oh, saying. man, that would be so dope. Especially because old Bruce Wayne is such a cool character. But Bring yes. Christian Bale back for that. I'm just saying. Yeah, that would be cool. With the cool Great Dane and everything, too. Yeah, it'd be badass. Yeah. Because then he also kind of becomes like Alfred kind of, too. You know, sort of. Not really. But in like that mentor kind of guy to, yeah. And also watching, so I didn't know this, but the original Batman movie from like the 90s to, was it 2000 or late 90s? Whatever. The one with like uh, Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, George Clooney. Yeah. So all those had the same Alfred. He was the same character throughout all the movies. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. I found that out. I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Wild. Yeah. Supposedly too. spoilers, spoilers uh a bunch they're like thinking about like supposedly for doctor strange they're gonna have like way more cameos than originally planned and that's what part oh, of, like, yeah. i guess they had to do like some research like reshoots or something a little bit ago and they're like supposedly trying to like possibly reach into like any marvel movie that was ever made as far as like back like you know early 2000s mm. some people are rumoring like a uh, daredevil ben affleck maybe or like Oop, hello. Did we lose you? Oh, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> I, I, I lost you. Yeah, you technology, go. folks, technology. Yeah. Uh, who? By like who? Oh, I said, like Chris Evans as uh, the yeah. Human Torch. That'd be cool, too, yeah. How wild would that be? Yeah, so they want to do, like, all, like, you know, the multiverse, basically. So they're thinking yeah. about, like, yeah, like, pulling on all those different characters and stuff. Have they other Hulks? Yeah, that'd be cool. Or even like supposedly a different Iron Man too. I keep seeing Tom Cruise, but I feel like that's not true. Oh, yeah, I've seen those memes. Yeah, where you're like, eh, I'm like, no, nah, I don't know if I believe that. But I could see like Robert Downey Jr. maybe like playing a different version of Iron Man or something. That'd be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? It's supposedly, but that was like a whole rumor is that they were doing a bunch of extra work on that. So again, I gave you the spoiler warning so you could have skipped ahead. Well, we, hey, these aren't spoilers. These are rumors. We don't know. There's this is no true. I could yet. be just, yeah, these could be all falsehoods that I'm fed off the internet. See, that's the dangerous part of the internet. You got you to gotta fact your sources, you know. When, when in yeah. doubt, go to Breitbart. Yeah, <laughs> just don't believe Google. Yeah. Or ABC, uh, NBC, uh, CNN, yeah. anything outside of Fox, OAN, Newsmax, lies. Hey, you're saying it, not me. I watch everything, or sort of. I skip through things. I, I, hear things I, don't, I don't allow I the was, liberal mainstream media to corrupt my mind. I was going to say, I feel like you'd be proud of me. I watched an episode. I watched the new uh, season, first episodes of Bill Maher's new season. 
Oh, what'd you think? It was interesting. I definitely didn't like well, I, the congressman. <laughs> oh, he looks like he was built in a lab. Like, I was yeah, like, with well, a smile, especially after watching Batman and the Joker, I was like, bro. The ops, <laughs> the like when he was looking right at the camera and like no one was home, you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, I was just like, what are you like? Are you just like Watch- literally like running the like the like you know your play of things you need to say in your mind? Because like especially when they were talking to him about crime and he was like guns, and I was like. I understand, but they're talking about a specific thing and he just kept like, you know, again, deflecting, like you said, like no one was home, just kind of like robotic. And I was like, I don't so know. So we're going me. down this, we're going down this uh, path. I, one, this is fine. I this like, is a little, this, like, entremont. this is a little extra for our listeners. Uh, yeah, this is for, this is for the Patreon members. So uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> our premium subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like Bill Maher has gotten more conservative as he's gotten older. Yeah. Um, and two, he's that what, he's, episode, he took he took the pill, man. That episode is why I'm in such a, like a dark headspace because I watched it today. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, I watched it earlier yeah. too. Yeah. I don't I know why like, you're not as in, in as dark of a headspace as I am. Our country's gonna collapse, buddy. That's literally okay. Actually, way. I'm glad you brought that up because that's one thing I wanted to talk about. Um, but uh, I, eh, I don't know. I I think there are well, maybe. You know, there's a great story and I'm not going to get into it because it's like on Instagram and like everyone's probably heard it about like this Chinese farmer and he has a bunch of stuff happen in his life. And he always says maybe because he never knows if it's good or bad. Basically, the moral of the story is you don't know the grand scheme. Shit happens. But who knows? We could wake up tomorrow and there could be war with Russia. Right. Or like, you know, China could be like, fuck it. Taiwan is ours. You know, like, I don't know. Who knows? Shit could get crazy. But I just found it refreshing Again, it's not like to me, I don't see him being more conservative. I just see him being more moderate and middle. Like, again, just like, I feel like he makes up his own. Again, like he is making up his own opinions. I don't know. He's just, everyone doesn't need to beat to the same drum. We don't all need to agree on everything. Like, and I know you could debate like the effects, misinformation, blah, 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 CDC says, and all that other bullshit. But uh, like you said, I think we, well, I don't know if we actually recorded it or not, but be responsible for yourself and kind of like it's like meatloaf said like fuck it if i die i die you know did meatloaf die he did okay somewhat like i i saw a meme of like um bob saget and betty white and i was like did meatloaf die? and meatloaf was with them no it was like bob saget asked uh betty white what she want for dinner and she said meatloaf oh yeah no that's messed up <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah no yeah he passed away too but he was like they were trying to like kind of you know drag him out there as being an unvaccinated person and he was just kind of like you know fuck it bro shit happens shit happens shit happens um so this is a crazy story and just a warning for everyone out there um there are going to be teenage truck drivers coming on the road driving those big old semis so be careful if you are driving on the highway that's originally why i was asking you if you had to commute or not so just you know heads up you know be again i'm just i'm gonna avoid freeways for a while i think because this kind of this worry this is what doom and gloom this is my doom and gloom like this worries me like i'm fine with like having people being trained but if you're just like oh look they they went through the simulator you know like they they passed the eight hour or whatever 32 hours i don't know anyways i don't know i just want elon musk to fucking get get this done and let's just have autonomous truck drivers yeah, I mean, well, okay, but see, would you need to have someone in there with the robot? 
te te like temporarily until like the things have been worked out, but then you can have it running at all all hours of the day. See, again, this is where I feel like you get into the debate then of like, well, why not just do trains? Like, why not reinvent the rail infrastructure? I agree with that. We should. Yeah. <laughs> here, here, let me give you an answer. Both. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I don't know. That's just like, I just found, again, this was like a, whatever story came out last, or yeah, like last week, but I was just kind of like, wow. Leaf. I mean, I know we're struggling, but you know, things might be, I don't know, more struggling. I don't know. Like you said, again, it's like kind of doom and gloom, but you know, whatever it is what it is. I'm here and I'm, you know, we're here and we're doing it today. We get to be podcasters. Z, so we're pretty more lucky than most. Thanks to our awesome listeners. That's true. That's true. You know, so All right, you want to send us, uh, send us out on some positive vibes. I think so. I think, you know, we're going to stick with the same band that we opened up today's show with as we send out our listeners on the sweet, sweet airways of the internet. Um, keep it real. Love and light. You have any well wishes, Daddy? Sean Hannity's a pedo. <laughs> In your face, all over the place. We're online 24-7, 24-7. What can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky? Hey, yes, Teddy, okay, please. It's okay, you're welcome. I'm just an ordinary Teddy guy. Whoa, you got butt slayer. Butt slayer. That's what she said. No, it's not right. We can't do it that way. You got to count me in. Five, Almost four. Curse. Yeah, take, show. A, take take one last shot of your espresso. Get get some nice. get some in there. He saw me. <laughs> he I, saw I, me. I, I, I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. I heard the, the tingle. I was like, you know, there's a little bit left, and I was like, oh, maybe wait, maybe save it. We're going for it. Treat yourself, baby. All right, five, four, three, two, one. Hey, you didn't hear about this at all. He owns an uh, NBA team. Nobody cares about Yeah, he owns part of the Warriors. Oh, shit. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs, okay? You you bring it up because you really what? care. And I think what that's do you mean nice that you cares? care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, telling you a very care? hard... Wait, wait, I'm you're telling saying you, you personally very, don't care? I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth, okay? Of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line. Okay? Oh, of all the things that I care about, it is below my line. Disappointing. So just for now, context in the canon of our show, because we have our own universe, let's be real. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. When I say it's below my line, that's what I'm making fun of. Yeah, you know, I, I guess genocide doesn't matter. I, yeah, it's, it. it's below my line. You know? Mo modern, day, <laughs> modern day genocide, like, eh, who cares? Is my bottom line solid? I don't know, you know. Well. Are are the are the uh, Chinese Chinese government officials allowing uh, basketball sales to go through China? Don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. I'm getting my return. So whatever. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I don't need. I don't need to know who's making it. Whatever. Even though you know, I set up this thing called social capital, and I'm all about like you know trying to talk about like I don't know caring about the world and bringing up each other and breaking into the secret society of the rich white people of the world. I'm just curious, like. Do we, what is his heritage? 
Um, I don't know. That's actually a good question. Um, because I'm just, I mean, I like, I give him like, credit. Like, well, not credit, but I mean, I guess credit because he did, he did work himself up from like, I'm pretty sure nothing I want to say. Don't want to quote me though. Let me get his name and Google him. No, why are you taking me to the Warriors? It's not what I wanted. Go back under the image. His name's right there. Go to right above the picture. Go, go up. Go up. Ah, this picture. There we look go. Look at you. You're genius. Um, I know he had, he was involved in Facebook and he like, part of the reason why I was kind of like into some of the stuff that he was talking about is because he like talked about like some of the manipulation and stuff that he saw that they do with Facebook and all that kind of like social engineering stuff and all that. And was just like, yeah, this is like a crazy evil tool, but they didn't know they were creating it at the time, but you know. But so he's born in Sri Lanka. I, I'm just curious, like if he would have that same thought, if there was a mass genocide going on in Sri Lanka. Like I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, yeah. you know, I, well, it, I mean, it's, it's like pretty... part of that part of the world where like they could easily be, you know, cause Sri Lanka is fairly close to China, isn't it? No, yeah. it's that's, is that Africa? Where is this? No, no, Sri Lanka's okay. Asia. Yeah. And it's like at the bottom of India though. So like, that's far from any of that, but I don't know. I mean, again, it's, be- it's, it's like, below his line. It's below, yeah, his, it's below line. his line. Right. <laughs> um, I think we just came up with the episode title <laughs> below my line. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna write it down. Um, but you know, like, so I don't know. It's like, and that's going to be kind of something I get into, into what I want to talk about. But um, anyways, yeah. Uh, I don't know what the moral of that story was with him. Um, oh, I said something below my line. Oh, oh, moral of some story. Uh, rich people are pieces of shit. Yeah. Uh... No, what were we talking about? We were talking about like banking and stuff, but I don't know, something, some issue of socialness of cause or issues that people have or something was below my line. So I don't know. Yeah, you said a couple of things that you said you didn't want to be recorded. I, I get it. I get it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we just didn't press the button, you know? All righty. Um, okay, no, we need to get back to this though. Um, it, no, that's that's my answer. <laughs> I need, I need I need well I got confused don't ask for, don't ask for suggestions don't ask for suggestions okay what about this what about this what about this 